This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's get out to the Roman guest line where we welcome in Reed Wallach. You can find his work with Bet Sided. We're going to talk some tourney with him. I love heckling Reed Wallach. Reed. He always takes it so well. Reed, let's uh, let's start off with last weekend, actually, right? Let's Opening turn it weekend. Back. Yeah, it's, it's, the clock. it's my favorite time of the year. How did uh, how did your weekend go? I feel like for me it was up and down. Thursday and Friday were awesome. Saturday and Sunday. Sunday was actually probably the worst betting day of my entire uh, in my entire life. How's how's your tourney been so far, man? Oh, we have to bring it up. I like have already. I erased it from my brain. I it was miserable. I I couldn't catch a break left. I couldn't have water if I fell out of a boat. I couldn't catch a break. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it it wasn't pretty, but hey, we're on to next week. You know, that's the beauty of the tournament. We got another week here. You're right. Reed, imagine going to MGM National Harbor for your first remote show of the year. Okay, and you are on a heater, and all these people watch you at the sports book. They bring out the real fancy forty thousand dollar cameras for us. Yeah. And you go two for eleven. I mean, I'm live betting <laughs> Iowa. I mean, I'm like, oh, we're gonna at least win the game. That doesn't happen. I think I lost every bet Thursday. It was bad. Then we came back. Of course, we just bet Houston really big a few times. And, man, hundreds of dollars were spent on the Cougars. Yeah. Thank you, Cougars, for getting us out of that hole. But, man, it was embarrassing. I felt embarrassed to call myself a what, – what, what am I? I'm just a man. Just a man at this yeah, point. Yeah, they, they brought, they brought out the, like, the Fox 4K cams for you, like when you score a touchdown. And uh, <laughs> they, they brought out the good ones for you. Yeah. No, it, last week was tough. I couldn't just catch a break. A lot of just bad endgame variants. I had a few – like Moneyline Dogs, like Chattanooga, Akron, just real just gut punches. I had Michigan State on Sunday. It was just a house of horrors for me. But, hey, we get back on the saddle. We, you know, put on our uh, tire uh, boots, put on our hard hats, and get back to work this weekend. So what are we looking at tonight? We got Carolina and UCLA. Carolina, a two-and-a-half-point dog. The total, 141-and-a-half. And then we have Iowa State and Miami tonight. Iowa State looks like they're going to close as three-and-a-half-point dogs. It's now three-and-a-half over at BetMGM, at least. It's juice minus 115. Totals one thirty one and a half. Anything in these two tonight, Reed? Yeah, th- this Miami number's kind of gotten a little out of control. I this opened plus one at some places on Sunday night. I immediately bet that. I bet some like minus one thirties. Now that's out above three. I there's no real value in taking Miami because <clears throat> Miami they thrived on being an underdog and outperforming expectation. Now you're asking them to beat a team with, you know, some margin. And this is a Miami team that plays close games. They're not the best defensive team. I still like Miami to win, but now that's out above three and a half. I'm not interested necessarily in playing it. If you want to maybe, you know, if you like maybe Houston tomorrow or Duke tomorrow, maybe do a money line parlay with those two. But I like Miami to win. I think that that, that was one of my favorite bets of the weekend. But just I, 
I guess I'm not alone on that. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it seems like I, everyone agrees with me. So I like Miami to win. I'm not. I'm not looking to bet Iowa State at this number because I think Iowa State has a lot of issues on offense, and they're not going to be able to stop Miami's offense. So for me, it's a pass. I do like UCLA though, also against UNC. I think similar to the Miami kind of handicap, but this number's dropped. I mean, I make UCLA. Assuming Hawkes is fine and he's not going to kill the team on the floor, I envision he's going to play. Yep. I made UCLA about three and a half, three three and a half point favorite here. I think this number's a bit. Listen, if UNC is going to shoot the lights out again, then yeah, obviously UNC is going to win. But I think UCLA is a bit more of a stronger offensive team than Baylor. They're a little bit more consistent. I think Hawkes are going to be able to stick to Manic, and I just think UCLA is a better team. I think two's a bit too short. I think it's an overreaction from last week. Yeah, I'm I'm actually on UNC in this game, but I'm I'm riding with you with the Iowa State play or well your analysis. I took Iowa State just because like I'm a, I'm like okay, Miami's cool, cool story. We watch them all year long, so like let's not act like this Miami team is just unflappable where they can't get beat outright. Like that that could happen tonight, and I would not be surprised at all. So I, I went ahead and played Iowa State, but let's move on, uh, and we can actually break this into two parts. Uh, the first half being like your reaction from last night's games. They were all phenomenal. Duke keeps dancing. Villanova, they continue to just step on their opponents. And then, of course, Houston, speaking of step on, oh, they just respect. They take, they take their dirty feet and they stomp on your couch and they say, you know what, the old Dave Chappelle adage. Uh, what are they doing in this first one? Houston taking on Villanova. That's a 6.09 p.m. T- tip off. Uh, Houston is a two and a half point favorite. Ryan's going with Nova in this spot, but I don't know if I can doubt Houston right now. This is a tough one for me. I think both. Games, I, I, I haven't bet anything yet. Same. So I'll tell you where I'm leaning and where I think if I were to bet, I'm going. But I, it's tough to get in front of this Houston train right now, especially I want to see – it might be something of a live bet because Gillespie at the end of that Michigan yeah. game, he went down and I – I listen, he what, he tore his MCL last year. It looked, and torn. it looked bad, man. Like, to it see him really standing bad. up, I was like, whoa, you're, you're good? Yeah, bro? You see his face when really he fell bad, on him? So, yeah. I imagine he's going to play because he's a gamer and he's awesome. But, again, if he's not going to be 100%, this Houston defense is going to eat him up. They yeah. are. They're, they're, they're mean, like you just said, Quinn. Like, this is arguably the most ferocious defense I've seen in a while. So, I lean towards Houston. I also lean towards the first half under. Mm. I think that you're going to see very limited possessions. Both offenses are good, but both defenses are good. And, Nova's defense is built to shut off the interior. Houston likes to drive inside, run that pick and roll, but Nova's matchup zone, they're going to force you away from the paint. I think they rank 11th, or no, no, I'm sorry, 22nd in near proximity rating. So that basically means their opponents are taking just shots from the perimeter, from the mid-range. So I think you're going to see very limited possessions with uh, slow tempo. And then I want to avoid that like late foul variant. So I think first half under if I was to play anything right now, that's kind of my best look. I love that play too, brother. Reed, are we just going to keep rolling with Duke? Like, if we can't beat him, just yes. join him. I was on Texas Tech Come last Come on. Night. Come to the dark side, baby. Coach I, K's you know last what? season. You know I don't know what? if you know I think this. this is a bad matchup against Arkansas. I thought last night was a bad matchup. But I thought, I mean, like, Coach K, I've been ragging on him for the last five oh, years because no. I think he's gotten real lazy. But him switching to his own, I don't know if that came from John Shire or from Coach K. But that like, was that's, Coach K. You respect Coach K in his uh, last year. That, that's what changed that game, Reed. What are we doing with Arkansas and Duke? Yeah, they, again, I was on Tech last night. I saw Tech looked great, you know, up until the last, like, what, six minutes? Even in the when Duke didn't miss a field goal, Tech was still yeah. punching right back with them. I mean, that wasn't like a – like, I, I lost that bet. Obviously, I'm not going to, like, make an excuse. But, like, Duke just played at their potential, which I doubted that they could reach. That mm-hmm. was basically my bet against it. I didn't know if Duke could really hit that level, and they did. And God tip your cap. You know, Duke, 
the better team showed up and they did what they had to do. So now look at this one. It really sucks because I had a Texas Tech future to make the Final Four, and I have an Arkansas future to make the Final Four. So that would have been just gravy, both just great numbers. So now I'm going to stand pat. I think Arkansas can match Duke physically, defensively. I think they're going to be able to run with them. It's going to come down to can J.D. Note score, but efficiently. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think this is a really yeah. tough one. He's like nine of twenty nine from the floor last night, man. <laughs> yeah, he's got to find. They have to. There has to be better shot selection from Arkansas because they shoot a ton of threes. They're actually not very good at them. I think they're you know pushing outside the top three hundred and three point percentage. Um, I lean towards Arkansas with the points. I lean towards the over. I'm probably gonna have no play on this one because again, I just I can't keep you know, fading Duke at this point. That that game, it was just like, you guys sit there and go like, man, like, they're going to give you that? Like, that's like, an, that was an all-time performance out of them. So you got to take your cap. So I'm probably just going to stand with my Arkansas future and hope that, you know, you know, woo pig. Um, let's look forward, Reed, uh, because right now, after Gonzaga goes down last night, Kansas moves into the favorite slot, plus 325 to win it all. I know you have a couple of futures in your pocket, but if you like an opportunity to bet some more futures, I, I play like three more futures today on um, some yeah. favorites that I, some teams that I like just because I'm like, you know what? I need to recoup some losses, and some of these numbers are pretty juicy. What are you looking at on the board that piques your interest? Providence is down there, 100 to one, still. They're tied with St. Peter's. Don't do like, that one. You got you got the you got uh, the Woo Pigs right there at 12 to one in the middle of the pack. UCLA nine to one, and so on and so forth. Any team right now that's caught your eye that you maybe have not played already, or even if you did play something, uh, what other future do you have in your pocket? Yeah, um, all my all of them are going except for Arkansas, but I. Kind of like UCLA. If, yeah, before there we this go. game starts against UNC, I again the right side is significant. You know, if you're looking at your bracket, the right side's much tougher. So I don't see any value right now in taking Houston. I think you're better off just like betting them like each game, just keep rolling it over if you want. I just think I don't see as much value in taking them as a small favor against Nova, as a small favor against Kansas, as you know, a small favor against Duke, most likely, right? Like that's kind of the likely path here. I think. UCLA is a team that I like their matchup against UNC tonight, and I definitely like their matchup against uh, likely Purdue, unless St. P- obviously St. Peter's as well. And then you're in your you're in the Final Four, and you're facing up against Duke or Arkansas again. Again, a team you're gonna be what at most a two point underdog, so three point underdog tops. So I think UCLA at that number kind of jumps off the page as at the worst you get to the national championship. I like their path so get to the national championship, then you at least have a ticket you could hedge at and stuff like that. But yeah, the Bruins, to me, I think um, that's the best value on the board right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Reed, like, uh, 
you know, kind of looking at what went down last night, like with Gonzaga, like the last two years, I've said like if Mark Few couldn't win a national title, and I know that the recruiting class is really nice once again that's coming in next year, but mm-hmm. like do you? I feel like they're the new Duke right now, but I feel like you really can't hate them as much as you hate Duke mm-hmm. because Duke has the five national titles. <clears throat> but like what? Because everybody's going to blame the officiating and the officiating wasn't great. Like the fouls on Chet were bad, but like they couldn't shoot the ball. And, and I didn't like the backcourt mm. as much as I did last year, obviously because you lose Corey Kispert and Jalen Suggs. That's just what happens. But like when you watch these games and when you watch them collapse in the tournament, what do you think it is? I, like last year, I thought it was toughness, especially against Baylor, like drew Timmy, they were in his head. He couldn't do anything. Like, what do you see with them? Because they just can't get over this hump. And I mean, winning national titles is really hard, man. John Calipari has yeah, won, you know, but I, yeah. I just, I don't know when it's going to happen. If it's going to happen. Yeah, I was having this argument last night. And as we say that, finally, Providence is the three, because I'm also on the Friars plus seven. And Let's a half. go. But, yeah. Um, uh, no, I, and I was having this conversation with my roommate last night. Uh, just what do you do with Gonzaga? Is it the conference? Because, like, that seems like just such low hanging fruit. Like, oh, they're in the uh, WCC. They don't play any tough competitions. That's actually, they're, that, they're in a tough competition. Yeah. You know, Santa Clara's on a walkover, San Francisco, BYU, St. Mary's. I mean, they play legitimate competition. I don't think that argument really holds anymore. Again, I think last year was more their year because they had the guard yeah. play. They had Suggs, and they, they had Kispert. I think this year I thought that, you know, their metrics were off the charts. And then I watched them before, the, you know, in their conference tournament run, and something was off with them. And I think what really sticks out is I think you really just need guard play in March. And I know that's like the cliche of March, but – you look at Illinois just get run off the floor by Houston because you can't just dump it into Kofi Coburn every night. Yeah, no. Oscar Sheebway in Kentucky. I think that Gonzaga needs to find their guard play. And, again, they're going to continue to be a number one team. Everyone's going to complain. And then they're finally going to do it, and it's going to be great. Because, like, it, they are, like, you know, you got to, I don't know, like, I'd like to see him. It'll, it's almost like, come on, you got to root for like, him. I'm rooting for Mark. Him. I like Mark Few, man. I think he's a good dude. I'm, a rooting great guy. I'm, I'm like, rooting for him. Yeah, he's one of the guys I'm rooting for. Yeah. Thanks so much, Reed. Yeah, so hey. I, you know, I, I think that. I don't think there's really anything. You just need the right mix and you need the right bracket. I thought that they got this tough draw this year. Even if it was UConn, if they ended up not losing to Mexico State and beating Arkansas, UConn would have been a tough draw. They lost to Duke earlier in the year. Texas Tech gave them a run the regular season. So, like, this year when the bracket came out, I didn't really buy into, like, when I was doing my brackets, I didn't take in Zaga and any of them. I didn't really buy into the Zags making a run this year. I didn't think this was going to be their year. Last year felt like it was more like, all right, you got to – you got to get over the hump. And then Baylor, of course, kind of just mauled them in the national title game. Reed, thanks so much, man. Thanks for joining us. Good luck tonight. Go Appreciate Providence. it, Reed. Right, thanks, guys.